becomes apparent that it's not the thing you do, but the people you do it with. And a small, small minority of us have experienced the joy of having a really, really great boss. You know, the kind of boss that you don't mind staying late for, the guy you'd do anything to impress. And that's the kind of guy that Tom worked for. So the first time that I met John, I didn't know who he was, and I was new on the job, and I was fresh out of college. He uh, walked into the mailroom, and I thought he was just like some other guy who worked there, because he was just like, hey, how's it going? What's your name? How are you? I thought, this can't be an executive director, because he's just so down to earth. And then, you know, when I walked into the staff meeting the next day, there he was at the head of the table, and just commanded the presence of the room like nobody else that I'd ever seen. I work at a small nonprofit, and after the financial crisis in 2008, the organization grew threefold, and it was a real source of pride for John. He had built up this organization to be this juggernaut. He was, above all, an amazing leader. There was certainly such a strong devotion to this man and his leadership that it, it was borderline holy. He drew comparisons to Jesus. (laughs) At our work, we would all be in these staff meetings and in times that were particularly difficult. He would always end the meetings by reminding us to take care of your job, take care of yourself, and take care of each other. When it really comes crunch time, that phrase kept coming back. And it's so stupid how something so simple like that could really resonate. A handful of people from work were out at a bar one day just blowing off steam from another 16-hour day. We were at a karaoke bar, and John got up on stage and started to sing Radiohead's Creep. But I'm a creep. Just belts it out. It was a very emotional performance. Everybody fell silent when he went up on stage. It was this side to him that nobody had seen. But then when he was done, the place just exploded. I don't belong here. We learned very quickly that John really liked karaoke. So he had me institute this yearly karaoke night that we would do at work. They were so much fun. I would host it. John would give me song requests weeks in advance. He loved Anarchy in the UK and Squeeze, Cool for Cats. And mine was 99 Problems by Jay-Z. Am I under arrest or should I guess some more? Like you was doing 55 in the 54. Uh-huh. Half a mil for bail because I'm African? <laughs> Don't laugh at that. And we did that for about... Three years, about eight months ago, it was about a week after we had had one of those karaoke parties, we found out that John had terminal cancer, and it it wasn't going to be long before he was gone. And he had known while we were all at this party, and didn't want to tell any of us, because he just wanted to see us have a good time. So he spent the last three months of his life kind of 
just trying to make sure that we would all be okay once he was gone. And then he died. I didn't really process his death right away. I put up a lot of walls. And so I kept on working, kept on doing my job as everybody else did. We all just kind of tried to keep the organization afloat. So we went for a couple months leaderless, and then we got a new executive director. His name was William. He was the polar opposite of John. The first day when we had our first meeting with him, he said, I'm not a yeller. We learned very quickly that that was absolutely not true. (laughs) William made grown men and women who had worked there for 15 plus years break down in tears. About two months in, he was on vacation and had a stroke and died. And once again, we were leaderless. All of the optimism that we'd had at first, the we can carry on, we can do this, was gone because it seemed like we were cursed. And once again, we're coming up to that time of the year when we would be having that regular karaoke party. Everybody was still really anticipating it. People were looking for something to be happy about and something to look forward to. It's my job to host karaoke night. So I said, okay, you know, we'll, we'll do it, but it's going to be the last one. And people asked why, you know, and I told them that karaoke was played out, like, let's do something different. But the truth of the matter is that it didn't make sense to do karaoke without John. So I've crossed out Creep in the songbooks just to let everybody know it's off limits. This song's retired. We've all had a few drinks and inevitably somebody comes up and asks for Creep. And I say, no, we're not going to do it. And they ask again and I say, no, we're not going to do it at all. And I see his daughter across the room who has been around a lot since his passing. And I go up to her and I ask her, they want to sing Creep. Should we do this? So she thought for a moment and then said, I think he'd like that. So I head back to my karaoke station and put on Creep. A dozen people come up and grab the microphone. And some people are belting it out. Other people are just kind of swaying in the back. everybody knows its significance and it was a really joyful moment for them and you could see everyone having this catharsis that I just couldn't reach myself that I wanted to avoid that I'd crossed out so that it wouldn't happen and as soon as the song was done I just slammed my laptop shut said it's over and went and just bawled my face out in the corner and I don't I don't cry but for some reason it all just came flooding out of me then I'm not an emotional guy and when when a non-emotional person gets emotional people can get really weirded out but instead of leaving me by myself people started to come up and console me and just sit with me And all I could think about was John saying to take care of our jobs and take care of ourselves and take care of each other. We were all still taking care of each other. The organization is still standing today and it's doing better than ever. And that's the only reason that the place keeps on going because we're all taking care of each other.
Much love, Tom. Much love. That piece was produced by Stephanie Fu. 